0: This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Welcome back to the Passive Real Estate Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and today I'm gonna to talk to you about long distance real estate investing. Now, there's kind of two forms of thought. You know, Do you invest locally in your backyard, in the market where you live, or do you look at other opportunities throughout the United States and even abroad so uh you have to decide essentially what is right for you you know for me personally i find that with today's technology it's just as easy to analyze markets analyze deals and get access to opportunities anywhere in the nation you know across the nation just as easy as to get you know properties that are local to me now granted there are Uh, plenty of real estate investors who prefer to have properties that are in their backyard, places that they can see personally, that they can drive by to check out, to tour, to get the feel. And they understand their local market the best. They know where the good areas are and the bad areas and, and where the path of progress is. And so that is certainly an advantage to have when you are wanting to understand the market because you're living there. But at the same time like you might not necessarily live in the best real estate market. Uh, You know, granted, there's different types of real estate assets and, you know, different parts in the market cycle. So, uh, you know, one market may be really good with one particular asset at at one particular time, but not really good with a different kind. You know, for example, like office space, there's a lot of um, empty office space in many cities right now, whereas uh, some places in uh, warehouse is really doing very well. versus multifamily, kind of the the solid producer. But again, it's market dependent. So really, you got to look at what kind of real estate asset you're wanting. And if your market that you're living in happens to be good for that particular asset class, then, hey, by all means, invest locally. However, if you don't live in that particular great market or you want to, I guess, diversify and uh, have your money kind of spread out to – you know, protect it, then you might consider investing elsewhere in the nation. And when you're investing passively, it's especially easy to do. You know, now, if you're doing, investing actively, it's a little bit harder to invest uh, elsewhere in the nation. However, it can still be done. You just need people who are local to wherever you're investing to do the day-to-day operations and the management. Now, granted, when you're passively investing, you're definitely going to have somebody else doing all that kind of stuff. But it's still important to get to know the markets and what's going on with that particular real estate uh, asset class in that market. And keep in mind, when you're looking at markets, uh, when when you're looking at deals, like maybe a syndication sponsor offers you a particular deal and you're looking at it and they're talking it up and and saying like, hey, this is a great place to invest. Look at all this great stuff that's nearby. You still want to, of course, trust what they're saying, but also verify. So, you know, if you're living in that market, you, you're gonna probably have a good idea of whether or not what they're saying is true. However, if you're not, you're gonna have to look at some other sort of things. You know, passive investing is like doing no work at all. However, I think there's a gradient there, even if you're passively investing in a deal, it's still worth your time and effort and energy to you know do a little your own due diligence. In that particular property and in that particular market and especially with those particular uh, syndication sponsors with whom you're investing so if you're looking at the market and the syndication sponsor says like hey this is a great area there's still a lot of great stuff nearby well look is it on the other side of a you know interstate or a river or railroad tracks then maybe that great stuff that's you know while it's nearby it's actually in a different submarket because of like some big barrier uh, you know, sort of a rule of thumb that I'm looking at when I'm analyzing submarkets for a particular property. Uh, I see: is there a, a Starbucks nearby, or are there really nice restaurants nearby? Then probably that area is, uh, you know, has good quality of residents that are living there that are going to pay on time and uh, have, you know, fewer turnovers and that sort of thing. Uh, however, if you're investing in a place with uh, I don't know uh, you know mcdonald's and walmart and, and uh, these kind of things then maybe that ass, that particular property in that particular area isn't the best now granted i'm gonna kind of step back here for a second and say it depends it depends on what kind of asset class you're looking at so if you're wanting to invest in class c properties that uh, maybe have better cash flow but not so much appreciation that's fine there's nothing wrong with that that's if that's your investment criteria then do that however if you're concerned like hey maybe we're going to have some economic troubles ahead you know i just spoke with uh, rod cleef recently about that then maybe you're going to want to have better quality assets that tend to perform better in an economic downturn so i'm talking like class b or better and especially the neighborhoods that they're in matter more than the deal itself um you know, And then, of course, the person who's running the operation or, or like the syndication sponsor or sponsors, they matter even more than that as well. So, uh, you know, I guess my point in all this is that you can do your own research and here are some tools to consider when you're analyzing markets. Um, so essentially, I like to look at U-Haul. And the reason for this is. U-Haul publishes their data online for free. You can look it up. You just Google it. And uh, they're going to show you where are the uh, moving vans moving to. So you can see based on that, like, oh, you know, a bunch of moving vans are going to this particular city. Well, that's a growing city because lots of people are moving there. And so that's a great uh, source of information. City-data.com also has some great information for free about trends in the market, you know, I'm talking like crime statistics and population growth and all sorts of things like that. You can also look on the the local chamber of commerce for a particular market as well to see what are some, um, you know, plans that the, the chamber of commerce has, you know, are they trying to redevelop certain areas to make them new and modern and uh, gentrify, I guess, uh, is, is another word for that, but uh, upgrading to be a better quality then that might be a good area to consider because the city is investing a lot of money into that particular submarket to make it better. And you can kind of ride the wave of what the city is already doing. You know, I often say that you can improve a property, you can fix up a property, but you cannot fix up the entire neighborhood. However, a city, if they're really interested in that particular neighborhood, they might invest a bunch of money to do that. And then you can kind of ride their coattails on that. You know, you can also research uh, things like uh, Zillow or apartments.com, you know, websites like that to see what sort of going rents, um, Facebook Marketplace or Zillow, or I mentioned Zillow, um, Craigslist is another uh, good one, just to get the eye of like, hey, what sort of rental rates are in that particular area. And, uh, you know, if the the rents are better than then you can probably uh, get better residents as well as uh, achieve better results with your investments. And um, another thing to consider when you're researching areas across the nation is, what, you know, what are the local laws like? Are they landlord friendly? Are they tax friendly? Because uh, you know, you might have a particular market that looks great, or like, uh, and uh, the the Uh, property that you're looking for looks wonderful as well, but maybe there's extra expenses, like, you know, like extra taxes or or, uh, insurance costs in some places are going up too. So that's another consideration. Think of like Florida and California that they've had, you know, some recent natural disasters, you know, California having the uh, wildfires and Florida having hurricanes and floods and stuff. So uh, the insurance costs are going up there because uh, I'm not only because insurance, there's more insurance claims, but also some insurance companies are pulling out of California and Florida, thus making it harder to get insurance and the insurance that you can get for properties costs more at the same time. So, uh, you know, these kinds of things, there's a lot, I guess, of considerations to make into what particular market and and deal within that market makes sense for your investment strategy. I think it comes down to just having a a frank conversation uh, with the person with whom you're passively investing you know, asking them questions about like, you know, how do you know this market is good? And um, how are you going to handle these different kinds of problems that tend to come up? And, uh, you know, do do your projections take into account all these extra expenses that uh, you might have found out about that particular area? You know, just, you know, don't take the word of the syndication sponsor just at face value. Of course, uh, verify what they're saying. And also, uh, you know, I find that some syndication sponsors, they might be honest, but they're still going to present the property that they're they're trying to you know, raise capital for in the best of light. So you want to critique that. Um, it, it's your money essentially. Like how you know detailed do you want it to be of uh, of knowing like you're you're for sure going to get a good return. Now, granted, nothing is guaranteed within real estate. But these actions that you're doing, this research that you're doing, this questioning that you're doing helps protect your money and give you a better chance of success with getting a good return on that capital, or at least keeping you from losing money. So it's worth your time is my main point here. It's worth your time. Even though you're investing passively, put in the effort, put in the time, put in the research to figure out like, hey, is this particular market that a a good market for me to invest in for this particular asset class? Uh, And is this particular property good for me to invest in? And then again, most importantly, is this particular syndication sponsor and their team the the right team for me to invest my capital with? And you have to just decide on what are these criteria of these different kinds of things that make sense for you and your investment goals. And then just search for the things that match that at, at the same time, where if, you know, if you're just, uh, you know, passively, uh, you know, I guess, or, or like you're, you're just recipient recipient of whatever people tell you of, of, like whoever comes to you with saying like, Hey, I found a great deal. We should invest, you know, give me some money for it. Uh, if, if you're saying yes to everybody who comes knocking at your door with that kind of offer, well, maybe some are going to be great, but you don't know. Uh, so uh Do you want to lose money? Do you want to just throw money around blindly? If you do, that's fine. Uh, But if you are like me, where you want to know where your money is going and uh, that it's going to be secured and, and get good returns, then even though you're investing passively, put that effort in to find out what's going to happen with it. All right. If you have any questions or if you just want to chat with me about real estate, I would absolutely love to. You can reach out to me. My email is matt at hawkwingcapital.com. I'll include that in the show notes and have a fantastic rest of your day. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.